They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFCast, you better be nice to me or I'll tell Uncle Jesse what you did to that chicken last night. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. Yeah. All right. Episode 480. Nice. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's the sex number. It is excellent. Yeah. I do it right. Sure. Yeah. Give him the old 480. <laughs> it the is the resolution of most of the movies we watch. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year of BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. That is factually correct. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then they, then we, we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks! Robot, robot jocks! jocks. Yeah. Good job, the robot jocks. was also factually mm-hmm. All right. However, there are bad, bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and giant bags of trash. Oh, no. Boo. Boo. Yuck. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> so, it's been a while, but we have it sure returned has. to the land of Andy Sedaris. Sort of. Uh, sort of. Sedaris adjacent. <laughs> yeah. The Sedaris verse. Yes. His DNA was all over this. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's one way that. to put it. Uh, we're doing, we did 1993's Enemy Gold, the, the first one directed by his son, Drew Sedaris. Old Drew. Or and also, also Andy Sedaris. Drew. <laughs> Andy Sedaris like, Well, we can't call you Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Drew. Well, his name's Christian Drew Sedaris. Oh. Oh, well. so he's not an Andrew. So he swaps around. Okay. Chrissy Drew Sedaris. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Drew Sedaris. <laughs> uh, do we want to do a plot summary and talk more about it? Yes. Sure. Okay. Yes. While on a mission to stop a drug operation, three federal agents accidentally discover gold from the Civil War. With the aid of a corrupt agent, a ruthless criminal kingpin will hunt them down one by one. I would like to take that plot summary to task. They did not accidentally find it. They found it on purpose. Yeah, most mm. of everything they did was kind of on accident. They were, they, I know, but they, accidentally on... I mean, they were looking for it. Yeah, they were in the general vicinity. They did find it by accident, yeah. though. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, eventually, yes. This movie was made on accident. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this movie was made on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got some alums. You may recognize the movies they were in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Penhall, mm-hmm. who was in Picasso Trigger, Savage Beach, Guns, Do or Die, Hard Hunted, and Fit to Kill. Fit to Kill. As long as, as well as Mark Barrier, who was in Fit to Kill. <laughs> Rodrigo Ob- Obregon, yeah. who was in Hard Ticket to Hawaii, one of the best movies we have ever watched for this show. Yes. Picasso Trigger, Savage Beach, Guns, Hard Hunted, Fit to Kill, and La Wars. Yeah, he branched out at one point. Yeah. Same with Julie Strain, who was in Fit to Kill and Out for Justice. Oh. I do not remember her being in Out for Justice at all. She was probably background lady number two. Yeah, lady in bar Mm -hmm. or something. There are only two movies in those that you listed that are not on the back of this 10 DVD set. 12 film set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 12 film, three and a half DVDs (laughs) set. Yep. Yeah, one's just a half disc. It's real weird. Yeah. (laughs) It's just the top half. It's very strange. Yeah. So a lot of Sedaris alums. Right. But this is a new universe. Yeah, it's kind of a little reboot going on. Yeah. All new character, Donna. Yeah. 
R.I.P. in peace, yeah. Donna. All leather sides is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's no Abilene. Nope. Yeah. There's no Edie. There's no nope. someone owns a bar. And... There's no Hawaii. No, no there's no, no there's Hawaii. No Molokai. Yeah, they, they moved this... Hawaii and uh, yeah. it no longer exists in this universe. All right. I got a beef with this movie right off the bat. Uh-oh. What hell? <laughs> what is Light it? it up, Chuck. My beef is that... Beef. Okay, so... It the... starts with a Civil War reenactment? Well, that is a huge beef, but like overall... The, the fact that, okay, so kid, hotshot young Sedaris comes in. He's like, Dad, get out of my way. I've got ideas. First of all, think how much money we can save if we stop filming in stupid, stinky Hawaii and instead film in the woods behind Dallas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't woods think that just look like Woods near anything. Shreveport. Yeah, they just look like anything. Louisiana. So farewell, exotic locales and, you know, nifty stuff. It is fucking Midwest yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he's like, have you heard of this David Pryor guy? Guess <laughs> yeah. where he films all his movies. Yeah, and it's cheap. No one cares because yeah. <laughs> no one owns that land. Oh, most of it was filmed in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, yeah. I'm not sure they, I, they ever actually Shreveport. went to I, I think to the Dallas. helicopter flyover was the only part of Dallas that yeah. existed. Yeah. But, uh, yes. My, yeah. Sec- my second beef would be how this movie begins, which is just Civil War. Yeah, but that's how we learn about what the enemy gold is. Well, the titular enemy gold didn't need it. Don't care. <laughs> Chuck, it's a major plot point. Okay. Yeah. Again, hotshot young Sedaris is like, Dad, out of my way. No one wants tits right off the bat. They want Civil War reenactments. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Listen, we can send Frank out there to get some B roll. Yeah. 23 Skidoo, or whatever yeah. that guy's name was, who was the Civil War consultant. Oh, yeah. It was like uh, Benny Makadoo. Yeah. Make-a-doo. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, you know, you don't have to pay reenactors as much as you do actual actors. <laughs> True. Yeah. Reenactors do it just because they love getting sweaty out in the woods. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just filming a Civil War reenactment. Oh, definitely. And then they were like, they did get two actors to ride out on horse for a long period of time. In slow motion. And then eventually they're like, dearest Abigail, one of us was wounded mortally. This will be my last journal entry as we buried the gold. Yeah. Please give my love to Jebediah and all the other kids. The only good part of this is when they are burying the gold and when they show that it's gold, it then cuts to the title card. Yeah, you smash to the title card. (laughs) Enemy gold. (laughs) And then back to him continuing to bury the gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets... uh, do we see that he gets arrowed right away? Yeah, no, I think arrow, arrow comes arrow way more. later yeah, when oh, they decide right, to go right. back to that's it. That's right. Yeah, it's just yeah. like he's he's burying the gold, and it's like, all right, on to modern day stuff, which is planes landing and all the Sedaris. Mm-hmm. But yes, but he sh- he stabs a knife into the tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. But yeah, and then it's modern day bullshit, uh, plane landing, and in typical Sedaris fashion, it's a whole lot of traveling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. That, How that, do you get from point A? That to apple does not fall far from the tree. No. Um, People will be confused, son, if you don't tell them how they got from point yeah, A to it, point B. It's a lady who gets in her Corvette Stingray and drives after getting off a plane that we see taxi the entire way. Mm-hmm. Um, then goes to... Yeah, meanwhile, they've been intercutting with guys lovingly checking their guns. Yes. Yes. Just like loading them, cleaning them. Mm-hmm. Dudes in half shirts. Yeah. Yeah. But they're at like Silverhawks Transport or something like that. It's just some nondescript building with a sign on it. Oh, it's the name of the production company. Oh, okay. Silverhawk. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and then she picks the lock and busts in, and, and everyone's like, ha, kung fu, chopped, and wait, wait, it's you, and it's, God, what is her name? Becky it's Midnight. Becky, Becky Midnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Becky Midnight Idiots. is discovered. Played and then, by Susie Simpson. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Mm-hmm. Playboy Playmate. What? <laughs> what? I would have never guessed. I oh, would like to in stop you. In a Sedaris you. movie? No. 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 Yeah. But yes, we we are introduced to Chris Cannon and Mark Austin, who are the two dudes. Mm-hmm. And she knows Chris from back in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's, you know, I think otherwise she might have gotten shot. But then it's they like, were what in... are you doing here? They're in the academy together or something. I taught her everything she knows back in Virginia. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's just get out of the way. This Quantico. movie. Like, look, we, we know that Sedaris movies are not about strong acting skills, right? Right. But this, is, this entire movie is played like the non-sex parts of a porno. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. direction is just, mm-hmm. I am talking to you now, and I didn't know you had a father. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nine-tenths of this movie is played so straight. It's and... like they're trying to out-boring yeah. the other actors on the screen. Yes. It's so weird. Like, one-tenth of this movie has, like, oh, that. Okay, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But the other nine-tenths are just exposition being recited by the blandest person possible. And it also feels like they're learning their lines as they're saying them. Yeah. One person probably speaking them phonetically. <laughs> but yeah, and yet, but yet they'll have good reaction shots in the background of the other people when somebody will say like, like when they're selling a joke that somebody makes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the guy in the background would be like, ha ha, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's great. <laughs> yeah. But- and then the charisma dies as soon as they have to give a line. But yeah, they're, they're, they're telling jokes and it's just like, who are you? Oh, that's Becky. Mm-hmm. We went to the academy together. He didn't ever mention me. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go take a shower and be ready to dress to kill in a few minutes. Yeah. Are you familiar with this crossbow? It is the latest in silent <laughs> assault weapons technology. The tip of this arrow explodes three seconds after penetration. Yes, this movie's gadget. Next line reminds me of an old boyfriend. All oh, right. Ha 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 ha. Like 10 seconds after Harlow made the same joke, like in time with the dialogue, like, right. come on. Yeah. Get to the. <laughs> that's, an, that's another thing, like, stylistically about this movie. It's edited really strange. Yeah. Like, they start a scene two seconds before the actor, two or three seconds before the actor starts their line. Yeah. Maybe it's longer, maybe it's shorter, but it's an awkward amount of time before, like, the person is, boom, on screen and then. Beat, beat. Oh, I did not know you had a father. They seem to Cut. be doing it a lot when Julie Strange shows up. Yeah. Like for some reason, oh, it's yeah. like two or three beats before she responds to something. Well, they have to give her time to mug. I know. Yeah. But this should also be noted. This is like 10 minutes after the movie started because that's how long the Civil War bullshit went on. Yeah, yeah. it went yeah. on for a while. Like, I mean, it was horses riding through streams yeah. in slow motion for yeah. a long time. And it was planes Yeah, there, but yeah. there's a lot but of padding said, in this movie and oh, yeah. not in brassieres. If you... <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, we are going on a mission. Okay, you should probably come with us. Give me a few. I, I need to go take a shower yeah. or get changed. I yeah. have to yeah. change and be Which is just like, to kill. oh, hey, there's our t- triple T. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, the time to tits is a little longer than most Sedaris movies, yeah. but they get there. They do get there. And as someone pointed out, they're like, yeah. This is this is what the young Sedaris said. He's like, 
Yeah, who needs hot tubs and good romantic stuff? Just have some chick change in a bathroom. Yeah. In a filthy-ass bathroom. dirty-ass bathroom. <laughs> Just gas station it up. Yeah, yeah. and it's like... <laughs> Caress yourself in that nasty, <laughs> disgusting, shit-stained bathroom. It wasn't nasty. It, it, was, just, it was disgusting. It was just poor. It was a pile of... It filth. was an airport hangar bathroom. <laughs> it was It was bad tile is what it was. It was oh. unclean. There was, right. there was yeah. accumulated dirt in the corner. It corners. was soiled. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> um... People let that is, shit steep in there, all right? I'm what? defending the bathroom. I'm going to be the lone defender <laughs> of that bathroom. It was fine. No, I didn't even know. They were all like, hey, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. I didn't notice. That's the, the kind of bathroom she I, changes. I did not notice That's the our first nudity of the movie. Of the bathroom until Chuck pointed it out. I was, my eyes were fixed in other places. It was also, hey, if you want to piss in, around, <laughs> or on the corner, feel free. Yeah. Um, the the thing is, the like, whole thing was a trough, <laughs> right? Right. It was just the piss room. It wasn't right. even a bathroom. This but, is our first nudity. Yeah, is her is, yeah. is her changing in this dirty, nasty, yeah. this godforsaken <laughs> like Clorox has never experienced this bathroom ever. Just bathroom. a room from the Saw franchise. It was yeah. the most disgusting yeah. thing you can imagine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, how silly of me. Yeah, I mean, God help me if you bring a black light in there. There's fucking Sarajevo in there, okay? <laughs> the the bathroom would be brighter than the light, the black light itself if you brought it yes. in there. Um, <laughs> it's where they train CSI Miami agents. Uh, how do you distinguish from all these stains? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, she gets changed. That's the advanced course. Right. But like... <laughs> In keeping with ripping on this movie's style or lack thereof, uh-huh. <laughs> you know how you change when you just go and change in your house? I do, yes. You know, you just kind of go, like, snatch your clothes off and you're done. Yep. Um, do you know how a, a, you've seen a woman change in a movie where she's supposed to be sexy? Yes. And it's like the only reason that you're showing this woman changing clothes is for her to be sexy while she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, this woman does the, I just got home from work, snatch my bra off, <laughs> let my gut out, and lay on the couch sort of changing she her clothes. She does pull her sh- shirt off in an interesting fashion. It's she not... Just, it, it, she just yanks it off. <laughs> yeah. And... It's like that's... she does the bra trick with her shirt. It's right. like, wait, how did that... Okay, whatever. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's a fine way for a person to change their clothes. It's just weird that... Well, I think like everything in this movie, there's something that's supposed to be sexy and it's just it goes on too long and it's awkward. They're, they're going to cover plenty more of things, people doing sure. things unnaturally for sexy sake. I think young Sedaris knew that this bathroom was the star of the scene and he didn't want to confuse things mm. by having her put on a show. <laughs> he knew what his showcase was. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we've talked way too much about this bathroom. Yeah, she she she, she, she changes. changes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they go on a mission. They go on a drug bust. <laughs> they do. Yeah, her her car mysteriously vanishes, uh, and they just ride together. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's she, right. That's yeah, pulls it up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they they go out, drive out to the woods, and they they veer off to to two different paths at one some point in time, and she just does the. We cut to some other guys who are just fighting in the in front of the barn and just throwing each other. around. And there's just two other guys like ha ha fighting. And- <laughs> <laughs> she just pulls up like the, the two that have been fighting are like ah good fight let's go like hose each other off inside um, and then she, the other two are like just farting around outside and she pulls up in her Corvette and yeah. they're like 
hey, this is private property. She's like, oh, but it's just so hot. I got, <laughs> I got lost. And ooh, my tits are just right yeah. here, boys. Yeah. And one's like, go get her a glass of ice water. <laughs> and that's when the other one gives the line from yeah, the beginning but, of the episode. Like, yeah, where it's implied the other guy fucked, fucked a chicken. chicken yeah. Okay, yeah, just making sure I got yeah. that right. Yeah, that was the implication. Okay. But he sends that man away to get her a glass of ice water. And, he does, yeah. And he's like, and that so. That man does not follow instructions, by no, the way. No, he, he never gets an ice get water. water. What a yeah. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, she just is like, oh, just you, I'll kick you in the balls and take your gun. Yep. Yeah, meanwhile, the other two have tried to get in to, to bust the guys inside. Yeah, that's right. She doesn't kick them like, the balls. Freeze, until, you're busted. Yeah, until the gunfire like, starts. Yeah. No, we're not. And they shoot at them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they, as they snuck through the barn, they found out that the drugs are hidden inside watermelons. Because mm-hmm. they were like, watermelons? Oh, no. And then they just touch one. And it's like, oh, there's a secret compartment in this watermelon. Oh, drugs are inside. Great. The secret compartment is a giant like <laughs> yes. section of the watermelon cut out and then sloppily replaced. Yep. And each one <laughs> Yes. Each watermelon is in its own individual crate. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Don't you know right. how to ship watermelon? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have seen how watermelons are shipped, and that is 6,000 of them mm-hmm. in the smallest trailer that you could imagine can hold 6,000 watermelons. Correct. Driven by a 1976 Ford F-150. That is correct. That has four different size tires. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah, they're like, freeze, you're busted. And they're like, nah. Yeah. And, then <laughs> she's back. and then when the guy's like, hey, what? And then that's when she kicks him in the balls and yeah. takes his gun. Yep. And, and the other uh, guy who did not get the ice water pokes back out like, hey, well, I told you something's weird. And then just shooting happens. Just, everyone's just shooting. Yeah, at he gets the, yeah she's shooting get back and forth. And the guy that got kicked in the ball is like, huh? oh, wait, I'm not actually down. Yeah. And starts to get up. And that's when one of them busts through the door and is like, duck, and shoots him. And then that that guy has to get saved by his partner guy and shoots another dude that was running out or the other guy like circled around or something. And mm-hmm. so they've taken out the two guys who were not grab ass fighting outside. Yeah. And the two main guys are now getting away. And uh, uh, they run over to a truck, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them, one of the either Cannon or Austin, Austin says, "Let's go get them." Yeah, and um, Becky, Becky Midnight, Midnight. <laughs> says, "No, wait, I got this. I got this." And she grabs the um, the crossbow, the crossbow. Yeah. and she, the one gimmick of the movie, yeah, the mm-hmm. gimmick. And uh, waits a very long time for them to run near this truck and then shoots the truck with the crossbow, which explodes. Very good explosion. We do um, get a second of first person bolt going towards truck. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a second. A fraction of a second. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't blow them up. It just blows them back away from the yeah. truck. Yeah. And then they're and then they go like, arrest them. Yeah. yeah. And then like two seconds later, <laughs> they're like a car is like and it's, you know, black Cadillac, you know, it's a you know fed machine kind of yep. thing you know guy drives up and it's just like hey what's going on here who authorizes bus and it's just like how the fuck did you get here right now whatever right. but yeah he's just like you should have done this without my authorization Private property and this yeah you're off and the force and they're like yeah well we had authorization from you know our other boss whatever her name is noble noble and then donna yeah no it's not <laughs> agent noble agent noble ava noble um but yeah and it's uh cuts to washington dc and I don't know. How do you know it's Washington, D.C.? Well, because there's a <laughs> oh, bunch oh, of man. monuments and some jaunty ass motherfucking music. Washington, D.C. has its own theme song in this film, and it's great. It is. It's wacky. <laughs> it is like early 90s sitcom theme music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And every time they cut to DC, every you, time, every single time, except once. The well, last time the they last cut to time, DC, they yeah. don't do it, but well, they do it because they don't bother with establishing right. shot. They just go straight to her in her yeah. office or her hotel room office. But they establish the fuck out of Washington DC mm, before yes. they zero in on an apartment like, building, Washington Monument. Are you sure? No, White House. Mm, <laughs> I don't know where could this be. The Capitol building. <laughs> uh, what about the other side of the Washington Monument? Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, the reflecting <laughs> this, pond. You know. <laughs> this movie is ninety-two minutes, and like eighty of them are establishing shots of mm-hmm. Washington DC. Yeah, and then it's just like all these establishing shots and the jaunty, jaunty music, and then it's just like. Well, what about this hotel? And, yeah. this, and this is where we get. Yeah. They show us the outside of like a shitty apartment building. And then they show us the inside of a shitty hotel. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, she just gets a call and is like, what? Okay. No, no, uh, no. She's not just getting a call. Oh, she's naked. Right. She <laughs> is. Yeah. It's shower time. That's right. No, she, she's in the sauna. She was in the sauna first. Yeah. And then she takes a shower. Rubbing herself. And well, then you know. she covers up with a towel for her private jaunt four feet from the sauna to the shower. Yep. Just so you can just robe again, you know. Like, yeah. And then, so she showers, and then walks out, and then the phone rings. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Got to get that sequence Details. right. Yeah. And now our heroes are in the hot tub. Hot tub. Yep. And they're like, hey, we did it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll go talk to someone about this. I'll have a meeting or something. I'll get dressed. Something gets <laughs> mentioned about how um, Dixon yeah. um, has corrupted the bust and... He's mad. He's being a jerk. Yeah. And... He's being a dick, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that how they came up on his I think so, yeah, name? yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she just gets dressed. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, long story short, they basically get suspended. Like, they're they're about to, like, they're because like, we go, Dixon, like, immediately after that is, like, goes and meets with, uh, what's his face? Uh, the hell's his name? Santiago. Who's you know Obregón? Obregón. Yeah, at Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. He has a <laughs> swell place called Cowboys. It's a strip club where the ladies don't take their clothes off. They do eventually. But eventually, yes. one lady dance. takes her top off. Two, oh, yeah, no, no, both ladies did. Take yeah, he's auditioning right. new dancers or something, and it's just like then Dixon comes and is like, "I thought we had a deal. How did my watermelon stand get blown up?" And it's like, "Yeah, well, that bust happened, and I didn't know about it. Sorry, just you're just gonna have to deal with it." And they just they're just in, in each other's face, and then it's finally like. Fine. Well, Dixon's like, they're off the force. What more do you want? He's like, well, the least I want is for them to die. <laughs> he's like, mm. but I just said that with 10 times more I, charisma I than I, he said. I think it. it's the next time he comes, but eventually he's just like, well, how would you like this special CIA <laughs> listening device, which is just a walkie talkie? I think it's like he a, calls it a communications, communications device. <laughs> device. But he's like, now nah, you can just listen in whatever they're doing. You'll know. And he's like, mm, fine. Thanks. But I think this is actually on the second visit. That he Maybe. goes back, but whatever. Know. It doesn't matter. No. But yeah, this is just a long ass scene of Santiago just sitting there in his club. Yeah. And then he goes and bangs the the ladies that were auditioning. Well, he's mad. Yeah, so he, he goes backstage and <laughs> he asks the one lady, where are the other two girls? And she says they're in the shower. And he walks around the corner and they are just standing in this tiny shower. And they, one turns around and says, what's up? And he goes, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's kind of our mm-hmm. first moment of, okay, this movie gets it. Because up until this point, everyone's serious as shit and yep. no one's joking around. And then it's like, oh, all right. And then it's yep. just a it's, weird well, there Cinemax were, grab-ass Eve shower. <laughs> there were a couple attempts at jokes. They just, yeah, yeah. like none of them were. There's none the penetration of the, joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. None of them were delivered. Yes. Until... You know, well, we just had Drigo five straight Obergon. minutes of Santiago being just straightforward and dull and humorless, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh no, 
if this is our bad guy, this is bad. Yeah. Come back to our good guys. They're all dressed up now. They're about to go out for dinner and celebrate a mission well done, I guess. Time to see the Dallas nightlife. Yeah. Yes. And they get a call that says they're suspended. They're off the force. Uh, you know, for two weeks, two months. We don't know until the investigation happens. They're like, damn it, Dixon. Uh. Eh, and she's like, right. well, just sit tight. Maybe I can get you back on in like a week, but it's I'll like, see what, what? See Your what plans I can do. didn't change. Shut and up and like, go to dinner. Oh, well, we're going to dinner. And they go to like the super fancy White Castle. <laughs> At least it is based on the color scheme. I don't know. <laughs> yes. It's not a white castle, it's but not. it's it's a sit down restaurant that's formed in a castle of some kind. It is castle esque <laughs> and it has a you know, a British phone booth outside for it some does. reason. Yep. And yeah, mm. their their um you know, whatever awning is like white and blue. <laughs> right. But yeah, they go in it's a fancy place and, and all of a sudden like they're just sitting there and she's like, This music that's playing, I think they're playing our song. <laughs> And they just, she's like, would you like to dance? And then they dance. And then hard cut to, like, there's no, like, we don't understand that they've left. Yeah. It just, no, it just I, looks I like they're they were... just fucking on the veranda. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, let's yeah. walk outside for a second. Lips would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but no, like, yeah, they're just like, str- she's straight up stripping. And it's like, uh, she said, man, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's so out of the blue. It's just yes. like, uh, excuse me, for a movie that has shown us travel to and from every location, right. how they suddenly teleported to a place yeah. where they could. They were, well, they were in too big a hurry to get home. They were in yeah. such a big hurry to get home. Well, Still. while they were dancing, they're like, we can't let our emotions. Or like when I saw it was you and the lights came on, my emotions took over. And she's like, same for me. But we can't let our emotions get in the way of our job. It's like, you're suspended. What job? You don't yeah. have a job. Fuck all Fuck you want. Fuck everything. <laughs> well, and they keep asking for updates on the case. Yeah, and it's just do. like, like, you're suspended. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get updates Fuck anymore. Fuck off. Go shopping. Can, I, can I come back to school yet? No. no. <laughs> you're suspended. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so yeah, they, they, they cut straight to them fucking. And like, so now they're in love or something. They've, re- and, and they've they've renewed their love. They've from also been Virginia. told that they should go on vacation. And yeah. then, like while they were having dinner, they th- this is where they they the two guys tell her like, "Hey, when we were kids, we always dreamed of finding Quantrell's gold. Yep. It's this Civil War legend where he got some Yankee gold and buried it somewhere in the fucking woods. And every summer we used to go look for it. And she's like, "Haha, that sounds fun." And so. <laughs> After they do the fucking, it's like they're gearing up to do go find the gold. She she seems they do the they, she seems very disinterested in camping or anything outdoorsy. She but, wants no part of camp. She's like camping. Ew. Yeah, I'm a lady. But they've geared up their dirt bikes and a four wheeler, and they're going off camping. Sure, into the St. Peter's yeah. woods or whatever. For all we know, they're like in a building that is right next to the airport because that seems to be about the time that it travels. Yeah, they are at the airport. Yeah, yes. they, they pull out from an airport. and then it's just like they just drive off into the woods. And they're like, "Well, we're here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like so he buried it right outside the maybe Dallas airport. I maybe. don't know. Yeah, no one can find it's it. It's some <laughs> regional airport. Yeah. Oh, that's the Worth in the Dallas Fort Worth. I get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Julie Strain has arrived. Yeah, they yeah they go out there and then it's like this you know uh, Santiago is back on like the I want them dead and I know just who to call right which of course it's Julie Strain and she's, she's riding up on a black Cadillac and yeah. you know listening to hard rock music yeah because <laughs> her name is Jewel Panther <laughs> Jewel Panther which you would think is like she's a jewel thief of some kind but uh, who no. will take your no. soul she just yeah. She just sings folk songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's in this movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. That's yeah. an apt description. She is in this movie. Yes. She's on the poster. She is. Everyone mm-hmm. else is underacting. She's the only one that's overacting, and she's not very good at it. Mm-hmm. 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 She's just, she's, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd call what she's doing acting. <laughs> I mean, she's... She's doing a thing. I will give her credit that she's... Her and, like, Rodrigo Obregon are the only ones in this movie that seem like they're trying. Yes, Julie Strain is like a six foot three child actor. (laughs) Accurate. Accurate. Big hooters. (laughs) Also, I mean, that's the only way to describe her. She she emotes and speaks like a child actor, like an eight year old. If you tell an eight year old, you're like, do this stuff to the point. This is much later in the movie, but she literally delivers a line that is like it was it just took me right back to episode one Star Wars where she's like. (laughs) We'll go kill them, of course. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, that's literally the kid from Star Wars. Yeah. Like, Finish the race, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. <laughs> Why do you have that much smark in your mouth? Like, <laughs> that's a simple question. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, OK, look, I don't. Julie Strain currently is in failing health. I don't want to say too much negative about Julie Strain. So okay. I kind of feel bad about that. However, however, her care. OK, first of all, the we are film- judging her acting, not the content of her character the 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 film doesn't do her any favors because like we were talking about earlier she her dialogue is edited weird to Mm -hmm. where it seems like she's having to really think before saying something and you can cut those two seconds out and make it more snappy sure the other thing is that so anytime anyone even remotely says anything like you're pretty she's like i will fucking kill you and then two seconds later she's wearing a bikini that doesn't cover anything and dancing around for whoever just said that to them Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like it's like I don't well, understand your she, character's motivation in any way because you act like I'm a badass murderer. Don't you dare talk about me that way. And then two seconds later, it's like check me out. I'm gonna sexy snake dance in front of the fire for yeah. you. Because yeah, because she she arrives at Cowboys and there's dance. a there's just dudes hanging out outside for some Five reason. Five dudes and are not inside cowboys <laughs> maybe they needed yeah. to get some air maybe yeah. they know. had five cowboys <laughs> and the and big, big one, one. <laughs> yeah uh that's an inside joke sorry everyone. yeah sorry um, <laughs> we apologize um but yes they she she shows up and some guys just does the classic worst line of like it's awfully crowded there why don't you why don't i clear a place for you to sit like right here on my face face. but he takes it a step further because he licks his hand and then just smears it down his face he was clear he wanted yeah he was clear well that's an extra step that's unnecessary (laughs) but yeah she like nearly breaks his hand and kicks him and then like some other dude she's just like you and he's like i literally didn't do anything she She yells at the guy she goes why's your dick Smaller than your nose. Oh, she. <laughs> Why is your nose she, bigger no, than she, your dick? Yeah. yeah. Why is your nose bigger than your dick? That's how you're supposed to deliver the line. Yeah. She says, "Why is your nose bigger than your dick?" <laughs> yes. And for a second, you're like, "What?" Well, okay, I'll bite. Why is your nose bigger than your dick? <laughs> to get Third to the base. Other, to get to the other side. <laughs> Take away his credit card. The aristocrats. <laughs> Uh, uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Those are all the punchlines. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we covered all jokes. <laughs> there are no other jokes. That's only five. comedy. Hi, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nose. Nice, nice to meet you. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, but yeah, she, she goes, goes inside, inside to yeah. meet Santiago, yeah. and they 
have a mutual threatening slash bonding session. Well, of, it's just like, oh, you're looking as good as you always did. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not as good as you say you are. Anyway, here's Dixon for no reason, right. who just comes in and is like, hello. And she's like, I'll murder you. And he's like, mm, I like that. Mama mom, <laughs> mom used to warn me about ladies like you. Yeah. Anyway, you're not going to kill them, right? And you're like, no, we're just going to deal with them. He's like, cool. Finger guns. I'll check you later. Well, okay. So he goes he, to, well, he he goes he, to he, leave, takes her hand and fucking licks it mm-hmm. like you fucking weirdo what's wrong with mm-hmm. you and then uh santiago's like if you ever point a gun at me again i'll take it from you and shove it up your ass sideways even though he acted like a giant wuss when he yeah. had the gun pointed at him he's yes. like either the the line was written wrong or he <laughs> delivered it wrong because he said if you ever point a gun at me i will take yeah. it from you turn it sideways and cram it up your candy ass jabroni <laughs> um yeah and that's when Dixon does should, finger guns at him. <laughs> shouldn't he have said, if you ever show, sh- like, point a gun at me again? Again, yes. The, yeah. the again part was left out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's on the case, and they're going to go try to murder these people. But first, got to figure out where they are. So meanwhile, they're dirt biking, stunting all around the woods and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they stop, and it's like, oh, the woods, this is weird. And anyway, we should probably <laughs> find a place to stay. I mean, they talk about the gold and some shit more. Well, at first they stop and she's like, I have, where's the ladies room? And they're like, look oh, around, right, right. babe. And she's like, oh, you boys, ew. And then she's like, give me ladies room behind a bush. Meh. And then literally just stumbles, stumbles over the corpse of one of the two Civil War yeah, soldiers. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like some kind of ropes or something that the corpse was holding. And then it's like the rains. It the was rains. the rains from the yeah, horses yeah. that probably also died. Yeah. yeah. Because, as you know, when you die, your horse stays with you right? <laughs> until it just falls to dust. <laughs> but yeah, so like underneath, I don't know, a, 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 a fraction of topsoil is this dead Civil War soldier who's been there for 150 years. Mm-hmm. And they find his journal wrapped up in oil cloth, I think they say, or something like yeah. that. And they're like, oh, I can barely make it out. Anyway, let's- holy Christ, the guy is re- like he's deciphering it. He's like, hold on. This part says something about. Barry goal. Uh, Let's see, 1865 and Barry. Yeah, he's like just then... reading the paragraph, but he's like only giving them like a word every two sentences. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, it's English. <laughs> this isn't, you know, fucking, I, I know. No, it was, eventually... it was Confederate English. Yeah. Was. That's oh, why yeah. it was much, oh, right. much more difficult to yeah, decipher. A bunch of y'alls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, uh, yeah, eventually he has that like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> I think I think we just found the thing, the map to the gold. And they're like, what? Get the fuck Woo-hoo. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and, like, well, we should go find a yeah, place we to should, stay. We, should we go find it? And they're like, well, <laughs> it's getting dark, so we should find a place to stay. And he's like, there's a cabin, like a ranger's cabin station thing down. I don't know. We should go find it. Yeah. And so they have to do that. So the two dudes who survived the shootout at the beginning right. have joined back up with Santiago mm-hmm. and Julie Strain. And they take a helicopter. Santiago and Julie Strain take a boat. Well, no, no, they take no, the 4x4 four four first. That's right. They take the 4x4 four four first. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've also all geared up in the stupidest outfits possible at this point. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Santiago oh, oh, is wearing camouflage. I, I, it happens before this because it's, it's when they're listening in. Like, when they even get the plans and, like, oh, they're going out in the woods to look for the gold or whatever. Yeah. They, they are listening in on the conversation. And there's this one point where... Oh, the, right. Okay. The two dudes are just, like, randomly listening. Like, I think we got him. Somebody call Santiago. <laughs> and it cuts back and, like, Santiago's in the room now listening to this with a map, like trying to figure out where they're going. Julie Strain is like 
laid out on this desk. She's just draped on this card table that they're sitting wearing on. like white frilly underwear. Yeah. It's just like just like oh boy. And it's just like this is how I sit in <laughs> yeah. offices and it's like it's just it's the weirdest like cutaway shot of like why yeah. would you be sitting like that? Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. they like cut they're like let's cram her into the shot because mm-hmm. there were eight people in that room. Right. Yeah. yeah they're all crammed around listening to this like oh. And I love that they're, they're passing it around like they have to put it up to your ear and listen yeah. to it. It's like it's a, it's a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway that's how they know that they're out in the woods and we should go find them. So, yeah, the two guys who survived before got a dressing down from Santiago and it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go get them. You get in the helicopter and fly over and find it. We'll be in the four by four just stunting, stunting yeah. until we decide, well, we can't go any further in this <laughs> yeah. four by four. Better mm-hmm. steal a boat. Yep. And the helicopter's like, we see a boat. Uh, problem. There are two uh, rangers. It's owned by two rangers. Yeah. And, and they're, they're like, like, don't worry, we'll take care of it. You think we can convince them to let us borrow their boat? <laughs> <laughs> and again, he says something like, you know, why don't you distract them? And she's like, fuck you, I'm going to murder them. And then it's just like, <laughs> I'm wearing floss, dental floss. It's not even like that, though. He's like, I'm about to murder them. And she's like, hold on. There's some subtlety required here. Oh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> she's stripped down to a thong and it, it walks over to them. And then was it a camo bikini too i think no, so. it was just like oh it was like leopard print. no it was leopard yeah. print yeah. it was yeah. leopard print bikini but yeah but he's, he's much wearing more full, common he's wearing woods. full camo for yes, some reason he is. but <laughs> I, I just like to point out that she stopped him from murdering them mm-hmm. so that she could proceed to murder them well yes. yeah she struts out onto the boat, boat dock where they're loading unloading this boat or whatever the hell they're doing you know yeah to, uh, looking busy not only a bikini but knee knee high boots mm-hmm. yes knee high boots and barely a bikini yeah and the rangers are like Gah. <laughs> Yep. And she's like, hi, boys. I'm lost. Yeah, I'm just out hiking. And you're like, I've never seen a hiker like you around here. And one guy's like, I'm going to go get the stuff in the barn over yeah, here. I'm yeah, I'm not going to hang out. But I'm yeah. not participating in yeah. whatever this really is. Really hot women make me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You're on your own, Carl. Sorry, sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to tell you about my actual feelings here. But uh, I just haven't found the courage yet. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be in the you know, closet over here. Yeah, I mean, going, barn. barn. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he so, goes over to the storage closet. So this guy's just like, oh yeah, this is a really fast boat. And she's like, yeah, how fast is he? He's like, it's so fast. See, I could like turn around over here and not look at you for a second. And she mm-hmm. just pulls out the silenced pistol and just shoots him in the chest. Yeah. And the other guy comes out and goes, hey, what are you doing? Hey, yeah. what? Oh crap! You, you killed Steve. <laughs> yeah, and he so, runs back in. She still, she obviously has more than one bullet in this gun. But what she does is, for some reason commits to sexy pose to reach over and grab a flare gun that's further out on the dock yep Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) Then turns back around you realize that the building he's hiding in is like a fuel storage place yeah and she turns back around and fires a flare into this little shack and the guy goes and then this shack just fucking goes nuclear it's like i was back in the movie again it's amazing chuck Yeah, and, all, and you know, we get a pretty good explosion with yeah. splintery bits, like, slowly floating down the ground, uh-huh. and then Santiago saunters over, and he goes, like, well, I guess you have a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, movie, why aren't you doing this the whole time? <laughs> uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the guy's scream before it blows up, because he's like, Argh! it's it's like, it's not terrified, it's just someone, like, I'm kind of self-conscious about screaming, so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but he didn't want to scream himself. And then he gets yes. blown up. It's like somebody walked up behind him and like tickled him a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Blam. I really like it when Steve does that. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other guys, uh, it, they, have they made it to the cabin yet? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because those two are on the boat when the helicopter says, hey, we found a cabin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so they, they everyone's gone to the cabin and they're just kind of I guess they they're like oh well we have found them yeah and, and then the he's helicopter- like well, they're they're reading the diary like now they have firelight and he can really concentrate and yeah. actually get oh, the backstory the entire and, word and this, but is, I just- this, this is where we get the back like an, another like flashback yeah. to the civil war thing and like how the guy actually died at that log yeah mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happens is the bad guys are like we found them. They're here, and and Santiago's like, good. We will wait until tomorrow, right? <laughs> and then we will take out. We will camp these for agents. the night and get them in the morning. Like what the shit? Well, they're out on the boat and they're like, land the chopper, and then like we'll come meet you at the chopper and get them in the morning or some dumb shit. Yeah, yes. just keep an eye on them. We're gonna camp when you could just sneak in while they're sleeping and kill them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or barricade the doors and light the thing on fire. Anything. But I mean, they don't do that. So no. they have the two idiots stand guard outside the place. Yeah. While Santiago and Julie Strain have... I Man. I, so she was wearing the smallest bikini a second ago. Uh-huh. She's now wearing a bikini that has cut out the parts that cover up the parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is just dancing with a sword around the fire for Santiago. Like right. you do. And like Santiago a second before was like, hey, you're pretty. And she's like, shut the fuck up. And then it's like, now I dance for you. And it's like, the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he is shirtless and dancing with her. Yeah, he suddenly has like a, a leather like bikini thing on too. <laughs> yeah, or and they are dancing. Yeah, and then yeah, they 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 fire dance. They, they fire, do yeah, fire dance together. Yep. And then it's morning. Well, I was gonna say like that we they were reading the journal and mm-hmm. getting a flashback to the the guy who was basically like his friend died, fell off the horse, and then like he decided to bury it. And that's when you stuck the knife in the tree, or actually done that before we got this the original flashback. Right. But like they went a little further guy died that was like already like his friend that was like shot in the war or whatever was dying and fell off the horse <laughs> he's doing this whole like voiceover thing like the horses are barely alive anymore they can't find any food and it's like and they're standing in this lush forest and the <laughs> horse is literally <laughs> eating a tree <laughs> while he's saying and, that and, in voiceover and it's like that's that's what horses eat is plants and you're surrounded by them the horse is fine <laughs> but yeah, so uh, basically a Native American guy sneaks up and arrows him in the back, and mm-hmm. that's why he died right where he did. And, and it's kind of weird because it seems like they're reading all of this, like they're reading the entire, right. and a Native American it, snuck up on him and murdered him, mm-hmm. like, and then they close it like, well, I guess that's that. It's like, wait, how did you read all that? Yeah, how did you write that last part? Because like, he, like, he did get a little sixth sense of like, oh no, I better hide this thing, and yeah. he wraps it in the thing oil to preserve cloth. it the oil cloth to preserve it for a hundred yeah. fucking years or whatever i but appreciate yes. the, the attention yeah. to detail that in the flashback the book and the cloth are brand new mm-hmm. and when they dig them up they're old as shit yeah i appreciate that for whatever reason absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes he gets he gets arrowed in the back yeah. and um yeah and then the, yeah they do close it like oh like, well well it just kind of ends right there like, <laughs> <laughs> like you wrote just been shot in the back <laughs> dying now my well, love the horses will be okay. and all the other kids <laughs> My dear Stavigo, yes. I'll never see you again. No one will find this gold because <laughs> I'm burying the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they figured it out. But first, Becky decides she needs to take a shower. Well, that's next morning. Yeah. Yeah. They wake up next morning and yeah. she's like, oh, shower time. And I, I love the fact that like she's walking out of the shower wearing barely clothes. It's like, a half shirt and a thong. No, no. It's like a quarter shirt. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. And yes, and a thong. And she just mm-hmm. walks by both of them. It's like, well, I'm going to go take a shower now. I'm like, hey. Might take the crossbow in case you find a bear. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because she's been like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take this crossbow just in case we find a bear. And she's like, you dumb girl, there's no bears. And she's like, whatever, you're bringing guns. And, she, and they're like, yeah, well, for we, snakes, mm-hmm. we're going to shoot snakes and shit. Yeah. Whatever. They're all dumb. They're dumb. Shoot <laughs> your <laughs> own snake. You but idiot. she's showering. And, and the, the two idiots like the night before was like, hey, you know what would be really good? Like Santiago would really like it if we just murder him on our own. And yeah, what if I, we don't I, do what he and said? The, and the one guy goes, <laughs> I have a plan now. <laughs> That that was the last thing before they turn in for the night, and still we're gonna wait till the morning to murder him again. The plan should have been murder them while they're sleeping. It's a lot easier, but no, his plan, plan is much better. <laughs> his plan is he he sneaks over while she's in the shower. First they were like gawking at her, like yeah, lady showering and stuff, and then he's like he goes over to the four wheeler, revs it up like it's it's like a pull start. It's a cheap ass four wheeler because it's like literally got a lawnmower mm-hmm. pull start on it, mm-hmm. and then like of course the guys are like. What the hell? And he starts the foiler roll up and then like ducks around the corner and then like tries to shoot at them for half a second as they come out, which I guess was his plan. Like they're going to be distracted by running four wheeler. Yep. Like where is she going and misses them completely like his one perfect shot. And then they dive back inside, go to get their guns, I guess. And then he just jumps on the foiler wheeler and takes the fuck off. Yes. That Mm. was his master plan. Like not kill her outside. Who's exposed with genius, literally exposed with nothing. And then, you know, let's lure the two guys out, miss, and then just jump on the four-wheeler and take off. Yeah, and then it's a five-minute chase through the woods as he's just out of control on this four-wheeler mm-hmm. trying to shoot backwards while they are on their motorbikes shooting at him. Mm-hmm. No it's, one's hitting anybody. Oh, it's exciting as the speeder bike chase in Return of the Jedi. It, it's very exciting. It's really good. It ends well. It does end well because, <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he's just gleefully four-wheeling through this through these woods yep and then just like rounds a corner and is like ah shit and just <laughs> hits a fucking branch and like impales himself on the neck yeah yeah just right through the neck he's like i'm on a tree branch yeah and they catch up to him and it's like wow bad luck for him and they're like they look up and it's like hey it's the tree with the well, knife I, I was joking because like they're they're like they're looking at him and he's just like he's literally caught in like the fork. V, v branch of a fork of a tree yeah. and they're like man sucks to hit be him and it's kind of weird because like I'm not saying like these movies don't have violence, but it's it's like one of the first times where it's like there's an actual corpse with blood. Yeah. Like most of the time it's like they either get blown up or just like shot into oblivion or whatever. Yes. This is like the first time where it's like, hey, guy, act dead and we're going to pull a blood on you and like make it look like we were paled on the fork of this tree. Yeah. They're just like, man, it sucks to be him. Oh, well, you know, like, you know, they take him down and like, yep, he's dead. And then I was just joking. I was like, oh, look, the knife in the tree. And they literally go, oh, look, a knife in the tree. <laughs> I like that the knife is like 10 feet up because the tree has grown that much. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. There are a couple things in this movie where they've actually paid attention. A couple. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They just, I think we've talked about all of them. Yeah. So. But yeah. But pretty, they're like, sweet. But then the other dude is like, now time to murder the lady in the shower. Yeah. It was, that happened like while the dirt bike thing was happening. Yeah. So he's like shooting at her, which I guess the gunshots didn't register as far away as they are. Or they had the engines. Well, they the hear it going. because they don't do any digging for the gold. They're like, oh, no, shit. No, no, no. They, they hear something very specific that's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. So like. This guy was like shooting at her. She's in the little outhouse shower thing. Mm -hmm. And then like when he's he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you while I reload right now. (laughs) Only it'll take a minute. Yeah, Just give me a second while I reload. She like reaches in real quick and grabs the magic uh, crossbow, of course. Yeah. And then like he's he's saying stuff like it's too bad. You don't have that crossbow. I could be real trouble. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, you mean this so- crossbow? And then just like thump, shoots him right in the chest. He's like, oh, and then like it's a good long prologue. Like he's looking down on it and then just boom, fireball. This guy explodes. That's what gets their attention. We're like, yeah. oh, fuck the gold. We got to go back and save her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they they, 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 they ID the guy at first. And they were like, 
wait, this guy looks familiar. This is one of the guys from the drug bus we just did like literally two days ago. Yeah, the, oh, from yeah. the watermelon stand. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard to remember all four of them, you know, but <laughs> the guy who got us suspended. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then they hear the explosion. It's like, oh, no, it's Becky. Yeah. Becky Midnight. You got to go save her. <laughs> and yeah, they hightail it back and she's just standing there by this smoldering corpse and you know, I, and she's she, like, I finally she, got that yeah, bear. I finally found that bear. And it's like, <laughs> except, you know, I think this is where they're like, we got a radio and we're like, ah, oh, here comes the jaunty music to DC. And, it, and it's not. Okay. Nope. They have done this the entire time. They have radio in to their boss. They are on fucking suspension. And they're just like, hey, we're going to we're going to hang out in this cabin overnight. Keep us up to date on the suspension. Okay, thanks. And then it's just like, yeah, we just ran into some toughs. You know, and it's like, the fuck are you calling your boss for? Like, if I'm on suspension, fuck work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling my boss about shit. These are the guys who are on a paid suspension and keep asking when they can come back to work. I, I know. So, you know, they're really into it. Yeah. But yeah, so they've done this two or three times, and every mm-hmm. time they cut back to Washington, it's established with the fucking jaunty music. Yeah, but no, it's just right to her hotel room, and yeah. she's like, what? Okay, I, I'm i on it. Or, oh, actually, she, was a, she, she had gone to see Dixon in his office. She got the call when she was, like, in his office. About that they were getting... Yeah, she has come to Dallas. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because she wanted to get things sorted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, what are Dixon you doing was here? Like, what the fuck are you doing here? This is my blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, well... That's when she gets the call. It's like, those toughs that, you know, we got you know, arrested the other day. They mm-hmm. tried to just try to murder her. She's like, what? I'll be right there. Where are you? Yeah. And then... And she goes out and gets in a boat. Yeah. And then Dixon's like, no way, Jose. I'm also getting on this boat. And she's like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really put up a fight about it. He this just jumps no in the driver's time, seat. No time for a pissing contest. Let's go. Yeah. And yeah, they, so they, they just take off. Take off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, all of this, like once again, the explosion from the magic crossbow has like alerted Santiago that something up. Again, they don't hear the gunshots or anything like that. But when the explosion happens, he's like, "What? What the hell?" He's like, "Those idiots." <laughs> They went on without me. They disobeyed me, and now yeah. look, they are dust. <laughs> yeah. they're, if they're not dead already, I'll kill them myself. And, yeah. So they're, they're running towards, you know, they're done with their fire dancing and yeah. all that. But our three heroes just go back for the gold. Yep. And because uh, Austin comes out of the cabin with two shovels and he's just like, look what I found. And, yeah. and Cannon's like, those will come in handy. It's like, yeah, they will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just drive back to where the, now, the knife in the tree again, was. again, leaps of logic. I don't know how Santiago knew where the hell to go, but like they're digging up the gold and just about the time they do. Like they get the they fight it. That's the whole thing is like the crux of this is like it's one saddlebag worth of gold bars. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not worth some money, but like <clears throat> this, this movie makes it sound like, oh, my God, this is all the gold ever. Yeah, like it's like no. just a pallet of gold. Like I mean, OK, a it's gold and it's a f- decent amount. Sure. Mm-hmm. What do they like, show? Like it's four probably, bars. Well, I mean, they only made like three prop bars, but yeah. I mean, let's assume the saddlebags are full. So it's maybe what, a hundred thousand dollars worth of gold. I'm guessing. Uh... I'm just guessing. Hang on, doing quick math. I I know a lot about gold. Do you? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, gold colored and it's shiny and mm. it's very very heavy. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's worth a lot of money. Right. Uh-huh. Probably about a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. I, but I mean, it's also vintage, so maybe add a little bit more for it being like you know. It's antique gold. It, it, it didn't antique have gold. any. Um, they were there marks on it. They were bars and pressed bars of some sort. They were just yeah. ingots. Okay. Fucking ingot. <laughs> Don't you call me an ingot. <laughs> But anyway, I do like, so they dig up the gold and they're just both like, yes, yeah, this is th- th- our childhood dream has come true. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he fist bumps the guy yeah. and says, before I open this, this is all our childhood dreams got true. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yay, yeah. it's the gold. Yay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would be excited about $100,000 for the gold. Sure. Well, absolutely. I mean, if I, if I had been digging for it since I was a fucking goonie, then yeah. I want to know where the gold's at. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they're like, all right, sweet, we got the gold. And then Santiago and Julie Strain pop out. And they're yeah, like, they, not so they, fast, They, they take friend. like 10 steps and get back like on a road. And then, yeah, they pop yeah. out and it's like, ha I see you have found the gold. Yes. To we will be taking that. Throw and your guns you. over there. Yeah. March. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a standoff. Of course, they're going to murder him. You know, and Julie Strain's like, can I murder him now? How should we murder him? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Totally need to murder him. Yeah. Well, let's let's make them carry the gold and the shovels and, you know, We'll we'll kill them and make them bury themselves yeah, in something, but dig their own grave or whatever. Let them carry everything. Bury first. themselves. I don't know. Carry dig their own graves. Yeah, or whatever, but sure. But yes, they they start to take off and and then once again through miraculous GPS location, what's her face? Uh, no, Noble and uh, Dixon show up and is like, oh yeah, well you can't shoot them because we're going to shoot you because what's her face? Uh, Becky Midnight had like. Kick the gun away from Julie Strain with oh, the shovel. Oh, they got into a cat fight yeah. for two seconds. Yeah, like she, yeah, she uses one of the shovels and like they fight for a second, but it's it's completely pointless because like no one ever disarms Santiago, so yeah. he's just like let them fight for a few minutes. Yeah, and... I enjoy a good cat fight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's over. Like let them fight. You, you still have a gun trained on you, so get the fuck back over there. And mm-hmm. that's when they come around the corner like miraculously. Yeah. And and that's when, of course, when it's like Dixon, why don't you tell them the truth? He's like, all right, you got me. You know, I'm the bad guy. I'm on their team. Yeah. And she's like, and they're all just trying to plead with him, like, dude, like they're going to murder you. They're not going to cut you in on this gold. And then he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, you you aren't going to tell me about this gold, aren't you? (laughs) He's like, come on. And then he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. We're friends, right? Yeah. But it's just like everyone switches loyalty like five times on the scene. Yeah. He's just like, except Julie Strain, who's just like, fuck this and shoots Dixon in the stomach. Yeah. Right. When he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you. We're friends. And then, yeah, yeah, he gets shot in the stomach. And then he says this look like. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not supposed to get shot. It's a really good yeah. death. <laughs> yep. Uh, and there's just confusion. And well, of course, when he gets shot, everyone's just like, get the guns. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Julie Strain and they, and they basically Santiago. somehow like get him, get him disarmed and they take off like cheese it and get to the helicopter. Yeah. They were carrying the gold, but I guess dropped it as they were getting in the helicopter. They put it down to get in the helicopter. And then as he went to pick it up, they had arrived and shoot the bag. It. And he's just like, nope, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course, we know I how mean, this is going to Yeah, end. I was going to say, if you've seen a Sedaris movie and a helicopter and an explosive anything, you know how this is going to end because of, for some reason, Noble is now carrying the crossbow. Like, oh, she picked it up as they were running yeah, off. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's it's kind of weird that, like, they let the desk jockey lady, you know, take the crossbow for the final shot, because, like, she's barely been in this movie mm-hmm. so, thus far, but, yeah, of Gotta course. Gotta give her something to do. Yeah, of course, the helicopter takes off, and then, and then, instead of just, like, doing the immediate explosion, I like that they let Santiago, like, it's just out of his reach, like, yeah. he, he's gonna, he's trying to pull it out of the helicopter before it explodes. It's a lot longer than three seconds, but. It is. But it's still just funny that like it's, it's enough like, time to give him a good moment of just like I can't yeah. reach the let's go land yeah. helicopter land and then you know we can add that to our collection of Sedaris helicopter explosion gifts. Yep. Blonde lady destroys helicopter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it explodes and you're like, all right, cool, movie's over. Nah, nah, because Mark Austin has not had a sex scene yet. Right, he's been the third wheel throughout this entire mm. thing. But the legend, the legend, Noble has arrived. Noble's there, so therefore now he can fuck, and he <laughs> lets her use his shower. Uh huh. And she shows her appreciation by fornicating him, having the massaging uh, his bread basket. This is <laughs> okay. This is the 
She's doing her laundry because this is the scene that strikes washboard that stands out the most as far as sex scenes go as like an 11 year old's version of what sex must be like. Yeah. How old was Drew Sedaris when he directed this? That's a good question. (laughs) Because it's like the whole like, you know, think, oh, it must be cool to be like boobs are right there and you can touch them and stuff. But then it's like they. You know, kids I, don't know the actual logistics of what has to happen to have sex it's, and all that. It's, so it's, it's just like a lot of touching and looking at boobs. It's it feels so <laughs> weird because it's actually I feel like the actress was like, you can touch me here, here. No nipple touching. Mm-hmm. Do not put yeah. your lips anywhere near my breasts. Yeah, because it's all like I will kiss you like right here on the sternum, on the arms, like graze your thigh. But it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's seriously like hands never meet nipples or in mouth mm-hmm. nowhere near. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. And don't I mean, kiss me on the mouth. I, yeah. You can try, but I'm just going to whip my head all around in yeah. every direction mm-hmm. possible. You'll never get there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would just say it, it felt like she was like laying boundaries because that's it literally looks like he's like safe, it's, safe. Like he's playing operations. Yes. Like, oh, nope. <laughs> it's weird because he just like keeps looking at her breasts and then it's just like, well, I'll just kiss you in the flat part between them. Mm-hmm. And OK, that's safe. OK. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just saying. It's, it's, I'm saying <laughs> it's, it's actually like above it. Like he doesn't even go like yeah. in the cleavage area. It's. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also I noticed that like he used the back of his hands a lot. So mm-hmm. it may have been she was just like, all right, you can be near me when I have most of my clothes <laughs> off. Just no palms anywhere yeah. and no actual face on boob action. Yep. But anyway, that happens. And then it's like, all right, cool. He got paired off movie over. No, one more final hot tub where they're all together. And it's like. Apparently, they've turned the gold into the CIA. Yeah, they turned it in. And they're like, I wonder what's going to happen with the gold. It's like, I don't know. Maybe they'll use it to pay for something. I heard it might go to a Civil War museum. I don't know. Champagne, anyone? Well, yeah. And then they're like, well... They've got a replacement for well, Dixon. Yeah, yeah Noble gets is like on the phone in the background. Yeah. She gets off. She's like, "Well, they already found a replacement for Dixon." They're like, "Oh, good. It'd probably be another stuff shirt tight ass." And it's like, "Yeah, I can't imagine what this guy's gonna be like." Oh, and they all have a turn like dissing their for- soon to be boss. And she's like, "Well, actually, it's me." And I'm they're all like, "Stuff that shirt." I'm gonna stuff that shirt. Yeah. And they're like, "Ha ha ha ha!" And she's Clink. like, "She's like, there are going to be some changes around here." And it's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Just kidding. We're gonna, we're gonna fucking solve mysteries." <laughs> I mean, that sounds like Man. a great life. You know what? <laughs> fucking solve some mysteries. Listen, if she was my boss and that was her sales port. pitch, I'd be like, "I'm, I will yeah. work until I die. Yeah. I will minimum wage." Yeah. <laughs> if you say "fucking solve mysteries." Count me in every day of the week. I'll show up early. I will stay late. Yeah, I'll work. I will put in overtime fucking and solving mysteries. I'll work pro boner. I mean, Bono. Uh, The old pro boner. I won't even ask to work from home. In fact, I'd prefer not to work from home. Yeah, Yeah, no. If my job is fucking and solving mysteries. I want to work from prone, if you know what I'm saying. I'm a mystery sex machine right here. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, the movie just ends. They yep. they all cheers and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Drew Sedaris was about thirty something when he made this movie. Oh, true. I I hope he'd had some sex. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Andy Sedaris got that boy laid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy does seem like the guy. He'd be like, come on, son, we're going to Vegas. <laughs> yes, he does. Going to, we're going to the going bunny, to bunny yeah. ranch. Bunny ranch time. Yeah. Why yeah. He probably cowboys early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My boy here would like you to dance for him. 
Yeah. Want to make an extra $5? <laughs> Maybe that's just it. Maybe. I feel like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck my son. That's just, that explains the sex scene. Five dollars. That, <laughs> that was champagne rules sex scene. Is what yeah. That was. It was. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That was, it was. That's the only you, way you he knows how to. can't touch here, only yeah. back of the hand. Uh, yeah. It's the only way he knows how to do uh, it. Yep. That makes total sense now. I do want to say that actress is not asked back for any other mm. Sedaris. Oh, really? So, yeah. So do we have a new noble in the next movie? Uh, none of those, none of these characters exist. <laughs> oh, no, this is a one-off? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. These no, characters don't canon, exist. Uh, canon is back. Canon is back? Okay. Yes. Mm. I just because I know Julie that, Strain is in the next one, but she's obviously dead. So <laughs> obviously, uh, yeah, new character. Okay, mm-hmm. third time for her. Fantastic. Character. They're just gonna keep bringing her back. She'll get it right eventually. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Okay, it's over. Uh, I wish I could say that the jaunty Washington D.C. music gets a star grove, but it does not. No, no. But it, it is great to have jaunty Washington D.C. music. Did we point out that? There are two like main themes for this besides jaunty DC music. One of them is a knockoff of Lagrange. Yes, mm-hmm. and one Very of them is so. a knockoff of Sultans of Swing. Yep. Like it is. It would be in Bizarro universe the actual Sultans of Swing. Yep. And in this movie, in the Bizarro universe, actual Sultans of Swing would be playing in the background. It's right. that mm-hmm. close to a soup. Actually, super good Dire Straits ripoff. Lagrange, the Lagrange is is not as good of a of a ripoff, but but close enough to where you, you, you then know, get Lagrange yeah. stuck in your yeah, head. Yeah, you know it's Lagrange. <laughs> yeah, I like what you said. You're not going to repeat it. Oh, they went out and hired. I don't want to steal oh, your joke because that yeah, was really oh, good. Yeah. yeah, they went out and hired um uh Y Y Bottom mm-hmm. and um oh fuck I forgot what it what. What it was I said. Oh, uh, Calm Crookeds. Yeah, Calm Crookeds, yeah. <laughs> calm Crookeds and YY Bottoms to do the music. <laughs> yep. I liked it. YY Bottoms. <laughs> Why? Man. So, Why? That's just what that park ranger was asking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Was there a rating in there or just non Stargrove? Non Stargrove. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Non-pro. Uh, I'll go. No one else seems to want to go. I'll go. Do it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, okay, so there's a lot that's kind of wrong with this movie, but also <laughs> it's it's weird because I feel like the last two or three Sedaris movies have been like I was ready to I was ready to stop. Yeah, like they were they mm-hmm. were just getting not fun, bad. Like Donna was aging poorly. You know, it was just, there was a lot like going. I was like, oh, just. Just wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up or like do something <laughs> new. Like this is just isn't working anymore. There's a lot of bad and stilted dialogue in this. However, it's like it's surprisingly fun in a stupid way, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I, guys had a blast over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm sitting somewhere between a two and a three jocks. I think only realistically because I'm, I'm going to rate it like you're not watching it with us. And and I'm and I'm just trying to say like I'm trying to set your temper your expectations. I'm going to give it two jocks because you can have more fun with this than than you will by yourself. Like if you go in the right mind frame mm. mindset of this, because it's like I don't know if you're by yourself, you can have a different kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fine point to you. Uh, Thanks. But yeah, I I don't know. There's there's like there's goofy one liners and like there's just enough like dumb explosion things. But man, this is like. 
this is so paint by numbers as far as like get here to get here to get here and yeah they kind of cut the whole like civil war aspect down to like two minutes mm-hmm. like a, a literal montage over the over the credits of like this is how the gold got here let's go find it and, and not had any of that bullshit in it but there's... you know they were like production value look yeah. at it and it's like nobody cares yeah i don't i don't know like that still feels semi-generous but i'll see how you guys rate it okay I will tell you just how generous it is. Okay. I think this one's going to get a bag for me. <gasps> one of the bags. Um, I don't remember how I've rated most of the other Sedaris movies we've watched, but like your side of the couch was... The fun side. Your, your side of the room was laughing and yucking it up the whole time. Mackie and I's side of the room was like, oh, okay. I will say that the last Sedaris movie, Fit to Kill, mm-hmm. you weren't here for. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Now I know what I rated that. Yes. Which was zero. Yes. Um, I just... Maybe I'm immune to Sedaris-style movies when they're not fucking over the top now, but this is just kind of pedestrian as this sort of things go. Um goes uh the girls guns and g-strings sort of thing like yeah okay we had a couple nice uh, three nice looking ladies that were wearing very little clothing for a large portion of this movie but i don't know it just didn't do it like it didn't do it for me um like i mentioned earlier it's 92 minutes long and there's probably 30 to 35 minutes worth of padding um oh easily and it just, it just didn't trip my Picasso trigger, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it one bag. Okay. I wish I liked it more. I wish I sure. had as much fun as you guys. Well, I couldn't hear your jokes half the time. But. I mean, I, up until uh, Santiago walked into the shower. And they're like, what's up? And he said, me. <laughs> and then that started. I was like, oh, God, this sucks. Like, this is fucking terrible. Like, young Sedaris is like, get out of my way, Dad. I'm going to make a real movie. And it was like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare. Because, like, all you've done is hire the same actors who were bad, but in a fun way in previous Sedaris movies and made them act serious. And that's not good. Like, if you're trying to sell a, a, tell a serious story here. Fuck off, because th- none of this is remotely compelling. Like, I don't give a shit about this m- mediocre drug bust that is being you're suspended for. And then, oh, by the way, there's some gold in the woods that you've dreamed about since you were kids and you literally stumble into it. I, I don't care. Um, however, one tenth of this movie pays off in a fun way. There are dumb lines and dumb like what the fuck is happening in this scene moments and just there are just little bits of that's all right that's pretty good okay i'm with you on that and it's not a good movie but for what we do it's worth a recommendation so i'm gonna side with harlow and give it two jocks i i think it's all right i don't think we mentioned that um Becky at some point. I don't remember if it's the when Becky she, Midnight, please. Yeah, Becky Midnight. <laughs> the, I don't know if it's the first time she fires the crossbow or if it's when she blows up the guy. When she blows up the guy. When she, blows when up she, the guy. she does the yes, yes. That's a yeah, serious trademark. The, the, of the, just like yes, the Home Alone. Like I just crossbowed a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm feeling more generous than you guys. I'm going three jocks. Wow. 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 <laughs> and you were I mean, pretty quiet. A I know. You were a champion, though, of the Washington <laughs> music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever it came up, you were the loudest. I got, like... I got excited. I love jaunty Washington music. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's weird. It like <laughs> It's one of those things that just feels like, you know, I mean, like, we'll never catch that dragon that is hard ticket to Hawaii, where it's just like insanity piled on insanity piled on insanity. Yeah. Like, it, and man, it hurts not being in Hawaii anymore. Yeah. Where it's just like, guys, just fucking go to Hawaii. I mean, for real. Like, why wouldn't you stay there? Mm-hmm. Why would you go to fucking Shreveport just to film this <laughs> Or stuff? go to actual Shreveport instead of yeah. the woods outside of Shreveport. Yeah. Yeah, but... I had so much fun. Like, like I think I enjoyed it so much because the acting, it was so consistently bad across the board. It wasn't like, you know, there's, there was one person wandering in being Julie strain, you know, <laughs> like, right. Everyone's bad. She fit in. And to me, yeah, that, that <laughs> almost works better when basically everybody sucks mm-hmm. at acting that. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I just, I, I feel like I was not nearly as bored as I had been with the past few actual Sedaris entries. Yeah. 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 It was new things, but not necessarily all good things, but like fresh enough that it yeah, was like, but like, uh, you know, you've given explosive tipped crossbow mm-hmm. that you've mentioned multiple times. It, and explodes three it seconds off. later. And, and, yeah. And, and, the thing and blowing is, up that one dude and the flare gun explosion. It was oh, just yeah. like, come on. The, the, it, like, it sounds weird because, on paper, you you think, oh yeah, I want to see the one with Eric Estrada or Pat Morita or somebody like that, and it like being in these things that that makes it worse. Like bring, bringing like a known quantity in to like yeah. be in these sleazeball movies somehow brings the whole thing down. I feel like yeah, and it's just like no, you don't belong here. I've seen you on real things, and I can't buy this. <laughs> it just makes you feel bad for him. That yeah. yeah, and it's like oh yeah, okay, Eric Estrada did this because he wants to touch some boobs. You know, like those weird scenes, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, no, it's like, dude, you totally can. Yeah, you just don't yeah. have to do it in this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like just having mostly all unknowns on board is like that's that works better for me. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, it, it's fun. I liked it. Well, uh, shall we take a break and uh, say a bit of fun to do to BJ yes. for the evening? I'm going to take a break from this episode of the podcast okay. and I will return next time. Well, good night. Awesome. And good luck. Welcome back. Hey. hey. Yeah. Second half. Half yeah. number two. Sans, BJ took off Sans this time. the BJ. Wait. Oh. Um, <laughs> that sounds right. I thought that was every second half. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, I think once again, I have the newest movie, even though it's it's brand new and yet not new at all. Um, uh, okay. So. What is it? We've talked about the Disney live action remake things. I have had yet until now mm-hmm. never seen one. I didn't watch The Jungle Bush, didn't watch Cinderella, any of the old ones they've been doing for a few years now. You didn't watch Pete's Dragon? Nope. Okay. That was already a live action movie. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> With animation. Um, but no, I just, I was like, all right, if I'm going to do one, I'm going to pick one that's one of my favorite Disney movies. I didn't want to go see Lion King in the theater, so next best thing was I saw Aladdin, oh. which is probably my second favorite of the 
generation of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot they did that this year. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> first off, I'll say it's not bad. Like, I mean, like, I mean, if you're getting like irrationally angry at these things, don't just stop going to see them, or people will stop going to see them eventually, and they will just end, and they will cease to be in the original thing. Will still be there. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't get your panties in a bunch about that. That's dumb. As a you know, reviewing the movie, I have to say there's a couple weird things. First off, I totally forgot it was a Guy Ritchie movie, which is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah that um, is really strange. That's just his his career trajectory is just fucking bizarre. Honestly, at this point, um, but the, all that aside, it's like I you know, look, I I would like a paycheck too for just almost shot for shot remaking a movie. That that seems like a pretty good deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, John Favreau did it with the Jungle Book, right? Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, why not? Um, Jungle Book's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking any of these. The, the here's the weird thing I noticed about it, and this is the thing. The only thing I, I can like say that just honestly, I was like, what? Why is this happening? Is it was kind of in the cartoon, but they basically make Aladdin like parkour Aladdin, you know, especially in the, you know, the, the street rat riffraff thing, you know, he's like bouncing all around the city and doing all this crazy parkour shit, mm-hmm. but they're doing like weird speed ramping. Like it's like sped up in areas for like, no, not speed ramping. Cause I think that's more of the 300 like thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, there's like, like Keystone cops sped up shit. Ew. And it's like, what? Like I, it's just, and it's not, it's not as as obvious as Keystone Cops or something like that. It's just like it's like it's just sped up enough that it's like, no, don't do that. Like you have wires and shit now. Like you don't. There's literally no, no reason to do this. Like film it in slow motion and then run it back at normal speed. Like it's just off enough that it's like, nah. Like that doesn't work. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's the whole thing is like it's a series of like you're watching the movie and just like. I probably should just be watching the animated one because it's like it's better in like every way. Like other than like, I can go like, "Hey, Jasmine's super hot," and I don't have to feel weird. <laughs> you know, because like, I mean, it's just like, okay, know, I'm yeah, saying like, sure. if you, have, you know, it's like, just yeah. I, I mean, she was hot in the Power Rangers movie too. But anyway, it's like, it's fine. Like it's like it, but it's like, it's all the songs. It's all the things you remember. It's like there's not a lot different. There's a like minor differences of ways things play out but like not like we're going to reinvent aladdin completely you know i do like that like they let will smith's genie do his own thing and not you know riff on robin williams stuff you know that was obviously like a concern like especially with just him being the force of nature that he was it was right. like you can't just like all right i'm gonna go re-record all his weird crazy jokes that were also you know, weirdly anachronistic when the movie came out to Aladdin anyway, mm-hmm. you know, plus now it's weird because it's like, they're all early nineties jokes and references. So he was just kind of doing his own thing and it wasn't quite so pop culture weirdness, you know, like riffing that he was doing. Yeah. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, you know, like I, I know everyone was like, Oh, you look so stupid blue. And it's like, okay. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just didn't have any problems that like people were seem to be outraged by it. And I, I adore Aladdin, you know, the animated one, you know, but this was just like, it was fine. It didn't make me particularly upset. It just, it made me reminiscent for like watching the actual movie. And I probably will in the near future again, just cause it's been a while. That, that was the weirdest thing about it. It was just like, at the end of the day, all I can say is like, it's fine. 
it just made me long for watching the actual movie. You know, like they 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 can make a couple of choices that are a little weird. Like, um, yeah, it's like uh, Iago the parrot like doesn't talk talk. It's just like he talks like a parrot would, but with a little bit more. It's not like he just like you know in the in the animated one. It's like he's acting like a parrot, like I'm saying things back, and then like you know when people leave and it's just him and Jafar, he's like, oh, anyway, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just mean to actually talk to you, like I can have a full conversation. Right. This is more like he's just like, hey, you're a street rat over there, you know, just like saying things like still in parrot voice, but like also probably kind of being smarter than a parrot should, more like a familiar, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever the hell he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, like I said, it's not bad. If you're if you're in for watching these, you could do worse. I'm sure. Like I said, the, my my biggest complaint was just like the weird parkour. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, it's not speed ramping; it's just artificial fast. You know, yeah. s- speed ups for whatever reason. It's dumb. Artificial fastenings. Yeah, fastenings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we I, call I, it on Her Majesty's Secret Servicing. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just it's just subtle enough that it's like that doesn't look right. Mm. I don't know. I just I can't get over all the all their live action remakes. Like in the back of my head, I can't stop thinking about how okay you're just doing this for rights issues, probably just to maintain yeah. your license or your copyright or what the fuck ever. Are you they know, though? Considering Disney's the one who forced copyright law to change so that their shit wouldn't go into the public domain. Are they twenty though, years? Because I mean, like, yes, they probably are, but at the same time, it's weird because they're not doing them in the release order. You know, I feel like if they were being that obvious, like, it's like we would already had the Little Mermaid first, yeah. and then done, like done Beauty and the Beast, and then Lion King and Aladdin. And you know, it's like mm-hmm. they're not doing them in the order. Like, oh well, it's time's coming up. Like, yeah. See, I think it, I think if it was a rights case, they would just be shitting out more directed video sequels. Yeah, yeah. The way I see these is that well, one, they make money, so they're like, well, let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. the primary thing. The other thing I think is that they can film these live action now because you can. Mm-hmm. And whereas before they had to be animated because you just can't do that story any other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing it is like the technology has arrived to where we can do these stories live action oh, and yeah. have it be the same story and have it be convincing within its own universe. Yeah. I, I feel like this, this actually probably started with, with good intentions like this whole thing. Cause if you think back, like what was the first one? Was it the jungle book or how, when did, when did they start this whole when train. was Cinderella? Yeah, they did a Cinderella. Was it Cinderella one. first, and, and then, then Beauty Jungle and the Beast was a while back? No, and... oh, that wasn't. That was a good ways in. Was it? Yeah, okay. I'm saying like I, I can get it. With, I I can kind of understand with like Cinderella and Jungle Book because those are really old animated movies. Mm-hmm. Like those. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. Like the, the hand animated stuff looks great in my opinion, but it's like it's a harder sell to be like, hey kids, you want to watch this animated Disney movie from 1954? And they're like, no, that's before you were born. No. Like, yeah. that's crazy. No. But, you know, you can suddenly say, like, well, you like this version. Now do you want to see the original one? And, like, then you can, like, sell that, resell that copy of the 60, 70-year-old movie. Well, I also think, on the other hand, they don't have to go out and strive for original content because they own so many other properties that mm-hmm. are doing it for them anyway. Sure. They've got Star Wars and Marvel. That's covering most of your bases of, you know, they're not going to make... Disney was trying, let's do the Rocketeer, let's do Dick Tracy, let's do mm-hmm. these things. And it's like, well, no, we've got a whole other arm yeah. of things doing that for that kind of audience now. So what have we got? Well, we can put money into development or we can just remake our own shit. Yeah. And 
they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't making a bazillion dollars. Oh, yeah, and they also know that they've got their easy money from it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now I feel, I feel like, yeah, it's absolutely easy money. I'm saying, like, the early ones, like, if they were, like, tackling, if, like, they wanted to do Snow White or, you know, some of these, like, really old ones. Actually, I guess if you really go back, it's like they did 101 Dalmatians and stuff back they did, yeah. in the long, long ago, mm-hmm. you know. And they're doing it again. <laughs> right. I'm saying, yeah, so they already, like, dug back into, like, the some of the older wells, you know, before, but, like, yeah, I get maybe making something that's 40, 50 plus years old, remaking it to reintroduce it and make, keep it relevant in the parks and, you know, yeah. the animated versions. Well, but, Lady and the Tramp is debuting on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but I mean, like, these things are like, I mean, maybe it's just because it's what we grew up with, but I'm like, these aren't that old and it's not yeah. that hard of a sell to, like, have someone watch The Lion King, like the animated one. Like, yeah. there's, like, the music is still good and, and contemporary enough that they're not going to be like, what's this? Yeah, why is it banjo music? You know, like, something yeah. like, you know. Like I, I don't know, it's just but I'm not offended by it either. I'm just like it was fine. I just it just halfway through like by the time they got to like um you know, whole new world, I was just like, I just kinda wanna be watching the original one. Like that version's fucking great. And not uh, uh what's her name? Naomi Scott who's playing Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's belting it out. Like I feel like everyone else is like almost feels embarrassed. I don't know if that's, that's the weird way. Like I mean I just feel like, like they're holding back. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're like, they're like, there, there's one scene like where it's like the guy in the shack who blew up in, <laughs> in well, the movie. Well, like, 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 no. there's, there's like when, um, when, when Aladdin does like kind of like the refrain, like the sad version of, of the refresh street rat thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like he's all alone, you know, probably on a completely CG set. And it just felt like I could feel like the actor being self-conscious. Oh, sure. You know, and it's like, she's just like, I'm going to fucking sing, my, you know, heart out. Yeah. And yeah, but it was just like, it was real weird. I was like. You, you know you can like 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 you know just fucking really sing dude if you can you know yeah. but I, I don't know it's it's fine they do they do a few like little twists that it, it, I guess it's worth watching hmm. yeah it's 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 certainly not as offensive as people that are on the like Disney's running everything bandwagon mm-hmm. thing whatever no it's I fine. mean I've basically heard the same reaction from every person close to our age who is like i took my kid to see the lion king i thought it was fine but unnecessary my kid thought it was dope yeah so i mean you know it's just that this is what a generation of people want to put their eyes on sure i guess we're just old men probably we're getting i mean no i'm there but like i said i'm not angry yet i'm just like yeah that's fine It, it does not erase aladdin the 1992 movie yeah. it's fine i mean i'm not opposed to any of these i just don't care yeah. I, I there's nothing I, I there's watch, no appeal to, yeah i, I haven't like, seen any of them so yeah, yeah. I, I will I, watch I the lion king no one obviously <laughs> i have i have a huge like curiosity with that one because yeah. it's that is my favorite disney animated movie and it's i mean not pixar i, I watched yeah. the jungle book out of curiosity for like what the how are you going to make a live action jungle book and then the jungle book doesn't really follow the original jungle jungle book it, it it's close but it's not the same yeah um yeah it is an original jungle book like 63 minutes or something super it's, it's kind of short yeah yeah so and and jungle book has some some a ridiculous cast so mm-hmm. that was that was a draw for me to just be like what is this and so i would see a live action nightmare before christmas remake because how the hell are you gonna do that that's one where I look at the animation and go, I don't, that's, you can't translate that to, that would be a difficult sell for a live action movie. I know Tim, you guys don't Tim, like that. No, no, I'm saying like Tim Burton himself would just do it. Like instead of yeah. like, you know. Uh, well, he would because he remakes everything. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, everyone says. That's right. He made Dumbo yeah, too. Yeah, Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, I, know. I, mean, I mean, what are they doing this year? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Tim Burton, believe it or not, did not direct Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, Most I know. people don't understand yeah, that, but, yeah. you know, like... They, um, they slapped his name I, on it yeah, like he did. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, he could quite literally remake that movie himself, and it would fit within his, like... I mean, he went... Yeah, but but you're looking at, like, Selleck's animation style with all that is such a huge part of that movie. Uh, yes, I, know. I, I, I get it. I just, I'm saying, like, he fucking went... I mean, like it or not with the results, he fucking went for it in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, mm-hmm. that, that movie is fucking out there as yeah. in terms of visuals. I don't care for it. It's just, yeah, you know. But, I mean, overall, here's the deal. Disney has always done this. They remake all of their stuff. The Shaggy Dog, Flubber, The Love Bug. They yeah. remake everything. Mm-hmm. They remake it for television, and then they remake it 10 years after that as a big budget movie. They, they do this all the time. Sure. It's what Disney does. Yeah. It just keeps their brands in the public consciousness. That's all it does. And it used to kind of be because they had their stupid vault where it was just like, this is gone, and Ooh, the only way you could... still do, Chuck. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like... It, they would put their these things away and then just be like, the only way you can ever experience anything Lion King is to rent the Lion King one and a half on DVD, you know, and it's just like, hmm. so, I mean, that that's just Disney. They don't know any other way. And like I said, because they have so many other studios now, they don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not angry. It's just it's just like, nah, that was I, yeah. I will never watch that version again. You know, it's, it's just like it's like I saw it. Yeah, I saw <laughs> it. it. It was fine, but I will move on back to the animation. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, that Guy Ritchie version of Robin Hood is pretty good. Yeah, not Ro- not Robin. Shit, uh, King, King Arthur. Arthur. Yes. Oh, I, no. I believe me. I had never written off Guy Ritchie. Like there was something he made in between. I was like, damn, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. But did he make Man from Uncle? Yeah. I think he did. Yes. Yeah. Which I love that. Like <clears throat> they cut away from action in that. That's I fucking. <laughs> I adore that. <laughs> like it's just happening in the background. Like here's crazy action scene. You're not watching it, right? <laughs> that's that's yeah. just so good. Well, he also made the two Sherlock Holmes movies mm-hmm. with uh, oh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. True, true. So those are better than you think they'd be. Yes, I feel like those. I feel like getting away from you know like Iron Man. You know, like watching them now. I feel like <clears> would be better. Like I, I feel like I watched the. Fr- I never did try to watch the second one, but I I thought the first one was okay. I think I've I would never seen the first. I, one. I think I would like it more now. Like I feel like that was like the first like we are you know hook line and seeker trying to make you believe rdj is iron man and it was like here he is and then this other thing he's going to be in another big box office thing and it's like no you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. yeah it's like when daniel craig was making things in between just starting to be james bond it was right. like no do not want like i'm just trying to buy you as james bond right now yeah yeah anyway yeah. That's, that's all um What's God, it? you're saying Daniel Craig just made me remember the trailer for Knives Out. Oh, yeah. Wow, that looks fucking atrocious. Holy shit. I don't think I, I've I, this. I, oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine a movie made with more people I like in it that looks, like, just repulsive to me. <laughs> like, I just, I like, that whole trailer, I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck is everybody doing? Like, what are you good people doing? <laughs> so, I guess... The moral of the story is Ryan Johnson probably shouldn't make comedies or at least cut better trailers for them. Hmm. I, I I know nothing about this. I haven't seen it. I don't. It's a whodunit with a really fantastic cast, but it okay. just, I, ugh. anyway. You don't have anything to eat, Chuck? No. Yeah. Just watching horror movies? Yep. Prepping? Yes, prepping. Prepping. <laughs> got a bunker. <laughs> yep. Stocking it full of horror movies. Yeah, got my bug out bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, I watched season one of Amazon's The Boys. 
How many episodes? Those rowdy rapscallions, the boys. Uh, there's eight episodes okay. in a season. I, eight one-hour episodes. First question I must ask, and then you may talk away. Okay. Have you read the comic? I have not. Okay. I've, I've, that was one of those things I've been meaning to read for years, mm-hmm. because Garth Ennis and Preacher and all that stuff, but like, yeah. it just I never got around to it, and now I'm like, I'm going to make myself watch it or read it before I watch the show. If that sound makes any sense, so it shouldn't. You sure you want to do that? <laughs> I, I, I know it's. I know there's differences. <laughs> okay. I mean, I just because I mean, I, I, I mean, look preacher some stuff is very different after. too. I mean, preacher starts and goes in different directions, but yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm not one of those people that like. I I just got finished saying I didn't care about the remake of one of my favorite Disney movies. I I don't care about the divergence in preacher or whatever mm-hmm. else thing. I I'm perfectly happy divorcing the two i just i'm just amazed they even tried to make preacher sure. as a tv show yeah. because like the the places the comic goes is just holy fuck people like yeah i i like i think there is some of that in that yeah yeah there definitely was in the first season yeah well yeah i, I mean preacher that that's a comic i almost don't want to go back to sure because i read it god it's been almost 20 years now yeah but it, it was one of those like i think the world has changed around what that was Mm-hmm. Back then, I know. Yeah, and now reading, it, I'd probably be like, "Man, this is some edgelord bullshit." Because for a while, the boys feels like a lot of edgelord bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it is oppressively cynical. Like there is nobody good. It's it's just this whole like the world is shit, and it's just kind of like for a while. Like Jen was the one more interested in watching it, so I stuck with it. But there was a point I wanted to stop because I'm just like. If I want to see shitty, powerful people getting away doing evil things, I'll watch the fucking news. I don't need to watch a TV show that's just that. And it also, it's kind of like, I know the comics from, I think it was like 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we already treaded that ground even like five or six years earlier with X-Force and X-Status with Milligan and Allard's run, which is basically, hey, it's a superhero team that are just reality TV stars mm-hmm. and they don't actually really do anything. They're just famous for being superheroes, even though they don't really save anybody from anything. Yeah. And that's kind of the, what this show is like, is it's like, yeah, they're superheroes, but they're shit. And it's also sold really weird in that. Like they act like these are the, these are the guys who keep superheroes in line and they are not. No, okay. no, they, they did. They are not at all, but it's also really well made and it's really well acted and edited and paced and like, like all of the, everything about making it on a technical level is terrific. Yeah. Except for maybe the, the one fight scene in the last episode is atrocious. And they also, because it's a TV show, they kind of shy away from doing any sort of actual superhero action. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of like them just sitting in the boardroom talking about being superheroes, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, it. I feel like, I mean, I feel like it was a limited run just like Preacher. I feel like it's, it's a thing I could sit and read in like an afternoon or two. So I feel like it's not a big time sink to just read through the yeah. whole run. Yeah. And, and from my understanding, the, the comic is even more cynical than the show Probably, is. Yeah. And it's kind of like, that's, that's always going to be a tough sell. Mm-hmm. But I think they they twist things around enough that I'm interested and they do end the first season on a very, a very solid place to start a second season. Not, not that it, 
I don't know if you like to follow up your shows with similar shows, but I I, I feel like you never watched Umbrella Academy, and I feel like I did sh- not. I feel like you should. Yeah. I mean, just kind of cynical superhero thing, and not as cynical probably. Like, mm-hmm. it's just good, and I think you should watch it. Yeah, I think Jen finally wants to give in and watch Good Omens, so I might do that okay. first because that's only like six episodes, right? Five. Yeah, Five. It's real quick. Yeah. See, I love these short seasons. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could almost feel like I could try to sell you on Doom Patrol, but like that's a whole. And I know you just you hear DC stuff, and you're like, nope, checked out. Pretty much. But it's so fucking weird that it's kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Doom Patrol's always been a weird thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it it's so completely divorced from anything like quote unquote DC universe. Really, like there's Easter eggs and shit, but it's like you have to be looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I. It, it's plus, just plus it's, it has Timothy Dalton in it. Yeah, it, it's just that. it's so weird that we have so many shows now that are basically just all right. It's an eight-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Just treat it like that. Whereas, I mean, The Boys is paced like a TV show. Like, like episodes will end on a point where, like, oh shit, now what? You mm-hmm. know. And they also will have a specific theme for each episode, which there it's there is one that where it's basically. Starlight, who is the superhero, has been recruited to basically the Justice League. It's like they call it the Seven, mm-hmm. but it's very much like you know. Now you get to be part of the Justice League, and you were a nobody before this. And she was kind of like a religious sheltered girl from like Iowa or whatever. And they actually send her to like a one of those religious conferences, you know, like a religious revival festival thing, mm-hmm. and like she's going to be one of the speakers there. And they are very, it's, it's interesting to see a show not shy away from that shit and just be like, wow, there's a lot of bullshit here. <laughs> like, wow. And, and like to actually call it out and point it out on a TV show is interesting to me because most shows just don't, are not willing to do that. Hmm. And, but then again, I guess they figure a show like that, that is like, ludicrously gory and violent and everything else it's i guess they figure <laughs> we're not getting the religious people anyway so might as well just fucking run with it but i mean not not surprising to me i don't think garth is as much oh you know, religion. yeah yeah well, well that's the whole thing like preacher i was like you're gonna put preacher on amc mm-hmm. like wow uh, all right guys yeah, like that luck. that was way more suited to HBO where you could just literally do anything you fucking want. This is why I I I'm just baffled by the world in the time that I've been alive. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm super old, I'm not super young, but I am I am utterly baffled by the world in the time in my lifetime that like people were losing their goddamn minds over the last temptation of Christ and yet preacher is on fucking basic basic cable, cable. Te- basic yeah. cable television. Yeah. And I'm just like okay, Hold up! Like, yeah. despite yeah. the name of the movie, like Last Temptation is of Christ, a deeply religious movie. It is. It's like, like it's it like it's it is literally like a, there's like five minutes of what if besides what exactly is in the fucking book. Yeah, there's like there, there, there's five minutes of like maybe. <laughs> and spoilers, it's Jesus rejecting that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's really bizarre. Like, yeah. I'm like that. It's like it's made by Scorsese, who's like a devout Catholic. I like, know. what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, there's but, like I said, there's there's like there's a five minute Marvel what ifs section of that movie. Otherwise, yeah. it's like this is literally in the fucking book, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I will note Seth Rogen uh, executive produced both. Yeah, I know Preacher yeah. and this. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, but yeah, the world's gone crazy. Yeah, 
But I do like that uh, Simon Pegg shows up as Huey's dad. And apparently Huey in the comic is modeled after Simon Pegg. Oh, nice. But it's really weird hearing Simon Pegg speak with an American accent. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he's also, I think he's only there because of that. mm. Because that character does not get much to do at all. Yeah. Uh, you done? Yeah. Speaking of sure. religious icons, uh oh, huh? Uh-huh. Segways. Um, I recently rewatched the uh, the Matrix trilogy. Oh, Jesus. oh man, yeah. I four K like there's a Keanu sale on iTunes. Yeah, there is the five yeah. bucks for like every Keanu movie. Not five dollars for all of them, but five dollars each. I even bought the Animatrix. Nice. All right. I, it's not in four K, but I bought. I'm it gonna anyway. I'm gonna live with my my Blu-ray copy of the Animatrix. That's yeah. good enough for me. Um, that's fine. I don't need Phil need to revisit that too often. Uh, yeah. Okay. So first off, just technically speaking, the four K remasters of the Matrix are pretty damn good. What color are they? Uh, the right one. Oh well, what's that? Green. Well, they're 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 greenish when they're supposed to be, and then like, but like the day scenes are like normal color. Oh, like I knew they changed to... the first one to match the two and three on one specific transfer. Oh Jesus, I don't know then. Okay, I, I mean, I it, it's a complicated history that I don't. I can't. I stopped following, but I remember like the the first DVD had the theatrical transfer, and then when they made two and three and changed the color scheme, they were like, we have to change one to match that. And then at some point, mm-hmm. I thought they changed it back, but I wasn't sure. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't really care. Everything Matrixy looks has a color palette. Everything in like the real world has a color palette, and then everything in like the daytime Matrix has like a different color palette. You know, it's like, but they all seem to match throughout all three movies. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's been a long time since I watched all three movies. Um, actually, it's been a while since I watched any of them. Now that I think about it, I, I think I would mm-hmm. watch certain scenes for like hey test out new tv or sound yep. system or whatever like go to the lobby scene or the freeway chase or whatever for testing things out um man like here's the weird thing like matrix one obviously it's kind of a masterpiece it's it's it, it changed cinema as we know it, it in both mm-hmm. terms of like filmmaking and film advertising like the way they advertised that movie was amazing. It was just like, here's just enough. Get interested. Everyone's like, holy shit. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it was probably one of the last like pure experiences. I feel like the world had as far as like tease for movie people reacting positively. I feel like after that, the internet got what it is now. And it was like anything after that is like tease, tease, tease. That wasn't exactly what I like. I, what I imagined that fucking sucks. You know, that, 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 that was the vocal majority. Ma- I feel Matrix- like that turned on Blair Witch a few months later. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because that did. was marketed in much the same way. Yeah. And people got to the end of that and were like, oh, fuck all this. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like Matrix was like probably one of the last pure experiences of like mm-hmm. tease, you know, thing, ex- you know, ecstasy. Like most people were just like, well, yeah. fuck yeah, that's well, exactly I mean, that what I wanted. That movie pays off yeah. over and over and over. Exactly. But anyway, regardless of all that, like, I, I still think it's great. Um my opinions of uh, Reloaded and Revolutions have not really changed much over the years to say that I've always been kind of positive on them, like much more so than I think a lot of people. There is some god-awful, ass-atrocious CG in 2 that they start to go away from in 3. Like, the Burly Man fight looks fucking bad and always has. And there's like a lot of like agent bouncing like even in the freeway chase i forgot like how bad like the agent bouncing off the car thing was like some of that like 
no, we can do full CG person. It's like, no, you really couldn't at the time. <laughs> like there was like there was a lot of that, and they leaned into that heavily in the second one, and they mostly go away from it in the third one because the third one gets other than like there's a bajillion agents Smith running around. It's like yeah. they and they, the thing is like they weren't 100 percent CG. They got a shitload of people with the same body and head type as Hugo Weaving and just put his face on them. Like so that was mostly all real people and not like digital recreations for like they did in like Lord of the Rings and shit. Mm -hmm. So it looks a whole lot better in that one. And I've, I've mostly positive on reloaded and revolutions and always have been. And I like it, that really hasn't changed. Like I actually, I still, I I think it's a good arc. Like I, I feel like the thing I can most easily compare it to strangely enough, even though plot wise, absolutely not the same as all, at all is back to the future like undoubtedly back to the future one matrix one are fucking masterpieces your opinions on the sequels your mileage may vary mm -hmm. a lot of people fucking love to back to the future i think it's i don't dislike it i just think it's overrated like a lot of people will say like it's better than one i'm like no fuck you it yeah, is not you're better no you're, you're yeah, goddamn idiot like and like and it's like, however it has cool cooler moments perhaps you know like like with two, everyone remembers like okay, he they go to 2015 and there's all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But man, the 1955 section in Back to the Future Two is so fucking good. Sure, yes. it is so good. Yes, yep. and everyone forgets about that. Like, mm -hmm. like people just never bring that up when they talk about two. Yeah. yeah, and three is just a wild diversion in the Back to the Future series. Yeah. So the, the it's not a perfect metaphor. But I would say like for me as a trilogy that like two and three just have a vastly different tone than the first one, you know, and, in terms of like, we're seriously going to lean into like the religious allegory and, mm -hmm. you know, just all kinds of things. I mean, like, you know, people have problem with like the stuff in Zion and stuff like that, you know, and it's like the, the underground rave, which is like not nearly as weird and strange as I remembered it being. And I feel like the stuff in Zion, I resonated so much more now than it did before because it's like I the annoying kid that Neo saved it's always like fanboying around him and stuff mm -hmm. like the way that pays off at the end is so much better than I remembered it and I think it's because I it had been a long time if maybe ever that I just sat in like literally like one night movie you know watch one per night in like three mm -hmm. nights in a row and that just really worked like oh yeah I remember every little detail about let's let's this go and, and the payoff for that and I fucking I love the defense of the hangar sequence and and revolutions and always have like i think that is some of the best part of the movie is like when it's like full-on fucking war and mm -hmm. you know the, dudes and mechs yeah dudes, dudes and, mechs and like i mean the fucking like the the mifune like general guy is fucking awesome and his speech is good and like i just i'm that 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 section of the movie fucking mm -hmm. psychs me up but yeah i mean th they're good like he doesn't get heavy-handed oh fuck yes it's more heavy-handed yeah. than Blade Runner is with its allegories, you know, like, and I, you know, but, like, it's it's still good, and I still like it, and I'm very curious how the fuck they're going to make a fourth one. Yeah. I mean, that one, I, like, I, when I heard that, I was like, all right, and I, did, <laughs> I didn't know the Wachowskis had had some sort of falling out, perhaps, because it's just one of them making it. Like the, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. I, I, all right. I mean, I having just watched them, I, I know exactly what the plot's going to be because it has to be. Mm -hmm. um, but that's going to be weird uh, it, still. <laughs> like, yeah, basically um, doing it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be another iteration of The Matrix. Like, yeah. it, it's going to be a do-over. That's the only way it works because, mm -hmm. uh, spoilers, a lot of those people aren't around anymore. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Hmm. 
But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's going to be strange, and yeah. I'm curious about it. I I need to do that rewatch myself because I so I've seen the in revolutions or or in reloaded. Sorry, mm-hmm. the fight with like all the things that are supposed to be like werewolves and vampires and mm-hmm. shit, like. And I, I've seen the stairway fight that leads into the freeway chase so many times mm-hmm. because that was like my demo shit yeah. for anything new. And it was always like I'd start watching it and then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I've watched the entire sequence and here we are at the architect now, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think and the, the architect scene is so shorter than I remembered. It is. Other than him saying ergo like four times, which is mm-hmm. like, okay, stop that. And the scene would be fine. Yeah. Like about the third time he says like, dude, it's just. People wouldn't make fun of the scene if you didn't just keep using that mm-hmm. one word. Yeah. But but I mean, like, God, that that whole thing, like, that just keeps going. I mean, and that's the problem I have with Reloaded is the pacing of it, mm-hmm. is there's not much that happens in the first half of the movie until you get to the Burly Man fight, and then it's kind of like, it stalls for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it's like, all right, the last 45 minutes is basically all action scene aside from him talking to the architect. Yeah. But I think the reason everyone revolted so much against the two and three was it was like everyone had four years to figure out what would be happening in their head. Yeah. And I don't think anyone figured it was going to be that. Probably not. No. You know, and I think that's part of the expert. And also the expectation is like, all right, he's like Superman. Now he's going to do some badass stuff in the matrix. And then they were like, yeah, we're not going to be in the matrix all that much, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was the big problem everyone had with two and three was it's like, yeah, we're just not going to be in the matrix. We're going to do fights in real life. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like watching it now, back to back to back, works better because as soon as he realizes he has he has Superman powers, it's like you watch him struggle fighting one agent in the mm-hmm. first one until he's like, oh yeah, I'm the fucking one and I can stop bullets. And then it's like right away in the second one, he's just he's fighting off three like it's you know just doing the I'm one handed like blocking mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like yeah, okay, if you're paying attention, that's a big step up. Yeah. You know, like like because they 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 hype man the agents real hard in the first one you know like if you see them run no one's ever survived mm-hmm. like you know yeah um in watching two does it play well enough that smith jumps into that one guy because i think the big problem with that reveal at the end is don't they reveal him upside down they they do it's a pan over because like neo is on table and then and yeah they pan straight over to him yeah. um and it's kind of like you don't really necessarily see the face that well I mean, it's it's filling the screen, but it's like not an angle that's a good one for being like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Because I, I seem to remember, like, I remember in the theater, everyone going, huh? who's that? Yeah. Who's that guy? Because everyone forgot about him because yeah, they, that happens so much earlier in the movie. Yeah, they don't they don't set that up. And honestly, like, I see the point of that whole storyline. It's still dumb. That's still the worst thing in all the movies to me, besides the mm-hmm. Burley Man fight just being a technological nightmare. But, but like, God, they loved the God. Everyone sucked that scene's dick as far as like filmmaking magazines and stuff. Are like, oh, I know. oh, it's a, you won't believe what we've been able to do with CG. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm saying that whole him taking jumping into Bane is the guy's name. Yeah. Right? But like that whole oh. thing. Yeah. It's a recording. New. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I run the real world. now. <laughs> you were born in the real world. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but no, like that, that whole dumb thing is, is it's dumb. Like it just like it, I'm, I'm saying. I'll, like, I'll, I'll like, be honest with you, I do not remember how it pays off in the third one. 
Like I, 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 you don't even need to tell. I was me. gonna say I could tell you. It's, I feel like the statute of limitations and spoiling. Now nah, you don't even need over. to tell me because I will rewatch those sooner or later. It's but. it's important to the climax of the whole thing, okay. except it's dumb. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just the conceit is dumb. The only thing that's interesting is like that they were like, "Hey, you actor guy, whoever the fuck his name is, is like, can you do a Hugo Weaving?" <laughs> Mm. And then, like that's that's the other thing is it's sort of like the guys in the in the, from the uh, enemy gold like reading the diary and it's like Jesus Christ, guys, you were obsessed with finding this gold as a kid. How can it take you this long to figure it out? Mm-hmm. Like him, literally talking like Hugo weaving for like ten straight minutes and nobody goes, Hey, <laughs> you have you have affectations just like Agent Smith, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who we've encountered a lot at this point. And talks just like that, you know. Yeah. Even when he starts going, Mister Anderson, it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, who else calls you that? <laughs> like, nobody. Yep. Also, his name's Thomas Anderson. Like, I never remember they actually gave him a first name. But, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Thomas Anderson, Neo. Yeah, that's oh, all. Yeah. yeah, fucking Matrix. It's a hot new joint. The kids are <laughs> fucking Matrix. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot about those movies that just like if you made them now, it's just not going to work. And that's I'm curious about what the hell they do with four. Like, I really do. Is it like, is it going to be like all like dance rave based, you know, not (laughs) raves, but you know, like, is it going to be like, like new, like, are they going to go like clubs and instead of like, you know, all industrial shit, it's going to be like (laughs) boots and cats and, you know, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, you got anything else? No, that's it. I guess we should do some contact information, huh? Probably should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most everything's out on the website, bmfcast.com. Yep. You want to email us? Email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Mm-hmm. I think there's a phone. There's a yeah. phone. The Garfield phone. Yeah. It's 9105-JOX-BMF. That's 910-556-9263. Yeah. You leave Call. us a voicemail. Yeah. We'll play we, we don't answer it. Just it's a voicemail. Leave a message. We get an MP3. We can play it on the show and respond to your questions. Yeah. It hasn't been getting a lot of love. Yeah, and if you like what we do, and you want to help us out monetarily, patreon.com slash bmfcast. You get a bunch of bonus shit. It's good shit, though. It sure extra, is. Extra podcasts, early access stuff, all sorts of stuff. It's yeah. good. Uh, speaking of. Oh, speaking of. Uh, if you go there right now, okay. patreon.com slash bmfcast, there is a poll up and running where we're just seeking feedback for stuff you like. Like, mm-hmm. what's the stuff we do that you like? Yeah. And well, it's just kind of trying to figure out, like, if we're doing shows that no one gives a shit about, we would like to know. We would like to do things that people are passionate about. Mm. So. Well, we have a big number episode coming up, too. So it may it might kind of be related to that, too. Kind of, maybe. But, uh, yeah, it's just give your feedback if, if you're so inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you hate that we cover action movies. Don't vote for that. Yeah, probably not. We're not going to change that. <laughs> um, but yeah, just looking for some feedback. Not not praise, not looking for, you know, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. We're not the burly men bra, and you're not film critics. You don't have to suck our dicks. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, but just, just looking for some for some feedback. We don't, you know, usually solicit, solicit that much feedback mm-hmm. from everybody. People just write in with like, hey, you guys did a movie I saw once. So <laughs> <laughs> We like that, though. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, stories on trains, things like that. We love that kind of correspondence. Yeah, you know. So anyway, that's that's running now. Go check it out. Yeah, and you don't have to be a patron to vote in it. Nope, it's free. Just free go. poll. Well, I like it. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And for BJ, this is Bamcast out. <laughs>